Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, June 23rd. It is also the 24th of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. This week our Torah portion is Shalach, which means send. And today is a fifth reading, which is going to be from Numbers chapter 15, verses 8 through 16. Before we begin our reading today, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When you prepare a bull for a burnt offering or for a sacrifice to accomplish a vow, or for peace offerings to the Lord, then he shall offer with the bull a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with half a hen of oil. And you shall offer for the drink offering half a hen of wine for an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. Thus it shall be done for each bull, for each ram, and for each of the male lambs or of the young goats, According to the number that you shall prepare, so you shall do to everyone according to their number. All who are native-born shall do these things in this way, in offering an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. And if a stranger lives as a foreigner with you, or whoever may be among you throughout your generations, and will offer an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to the Lord, as you do, so he shall do. For the assembly there shall be one statute for you, and one for the stranger who lives as a foreigner, a statute forever throughout your generations. As you are, so the foreigner shall be before the Lord. One Torah and one ordinance shall be for you, and for the stranger who lives as a foreigner with you. That was Numbers chapter 15, verses 8 through 16. Now continuing in our reading in the prophets from Jeremiah or Yermiahu chapter 41. Now in the seventh month, Ishmael, the son of Nathaniel, the son of Elishama, of the royal offspring, and one of the chief officers of the king, and ten men with him, came to Gedaliah, the son of Akam, to Mitzbeh. And there they ate bread together in Mitzbeh. Then Ishmael, the son of Nathaniel, arose, and the ten men who were with him, and struck Gedaliah, the son of Akam, the son of Shaphan, with the sword, and killed him, whom the king of Babylon had made governor over the land. Ishmael also killed all the Jews who were with him, with Gedaliah at Mitzbeh, and the Kassadim who were found there, the men of war. 
And it came to pass the second day after he had killed Gedaliah, that no man knew it, that men came from Shechem and from Shiloh and from Samaria, eighty men, having their beards shaven and their clothes torn, and having cut themselves with grain offerings and frankincense in their hands to bring them to the house of the Lord. Then Ishmael, the son of Nathaniel, went out from Mitzbeh to meet them, weeping all along as he went. And as he met them, he said to them, Come to Gedaliah, the son of Akam. It was so, when they came into the middle of the city, that Ishmael, the son of Nathaniel, killed them and cast them into the middle of the pit, he and the men who were with him. But ten men were found among those who said to Ishmael, Do not kill us, for we have stores hidden in the field of wheat and of barley and of oil and of honey. So he stopped and did not kill them among their brothers. Now the pit in which Ishmael cast all the dead bodies of the men whom he had killed by the side of Gedaliah, this was that which Asa the king had made for fear of Basha the king of Israel. Ishmael, the son of Nathaniel, filled it with those who were killed. Then Ishmael carried away captive all the people who were left in Mitzbeh, the king's daughters, and all the people who remained in Mitzbeh, whom Nebuzadan, the captain of the guard, had commanded to Gedaliah, the son of Akam. And Ishmael, the son of Nathaniel, carried them away captive and departed to go over to the children of Ammon. But when Yochanan the son of Kariah and all the captains of the forces who were with him heard of all the evil that Ishmael the son of Nathaniel had done, then they took all the men and went to fight with Ishmael the son of Nathaniel. And they found him by the great waters that are in Gibeon. Now when all the people who were with Ishmael saw Yochanan the son of Kariah and all the captains of the forces who were with him, then they were glad. So all the people who Ishmael had carried away captive from Mitzbeh turned about and came back and went to Yochanan the son of Kariah. But Ishmael the son of Nathaniel escaped from Yochanan with eight men and went to the children of Ammon. Then Yochanan the son of Kariah and all the captains of the forces who were with him took all the remnant of the people whom he had recovered from Ishmael, the son of Nathaniel, from Mitzbeh. After he had killed Gedaliah, the son of Akam, the men of war with the women, the children, and the eunuchs, whom he had brought back from Gibeon. And they departed and lived in Geroth Chama, which is by Bethlehem, to go to enter into Egypt, because of the Kassadim, for they were afraid of them, because Ishmael the son of Nathaniel had killed Gedaliah, the son of Hakam, whom the king of Babylon had made governor over the land. That was Yermiahu chapter 41. Now we will continue on to the writings, where we'll be reading from Daniel chapter 6. I just want to note that if you are reading in a Bible that is uh, not divided up the way the Hebrew Old Testament is, where we are starting today in your Bible may still be in part of chapter 5. 
Um, it may be chapter starting in chapter five, verse 31, but in the Hebrew divisions, this is the beginning of chapter six. So Darius the Mede received the kingdom when he was about 62 years old. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 local governors to be over the entire kingdom, and over them three administrators, of whom Daniel was one, that these local governors may give account to them, and that the king should suffer no loss. Then Daniel became distinguished above the administrators and local governors, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the administrators and the local governors sought to find occasion against Daniel as touching the kingdom, but they could find no occasion or fault, because he was faithful. There was not any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, We will not find any occasion against this Daniel, unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Then these administrators and local governors assembled together to the king, and said to him, King Darius, live forever. All the administrators of the kingdom, the deputies and the local governors, the counselors and the governors have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a strong decree that whoever asks a petition of any god or man for thirty days except of you, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing, that it not be changed according to the law of Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Therefore King Darius signed the writing and the decree. When Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, now his windows were opened in his room towards Jerusalem, and he knelt on his knees three times a day and prayed, and gave thanks before his God as he did before. Then these men assembled together and found Daniel making petition and supplication before his God. Then they came near and spoke before the king concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who makes a petition to any god or man within thirty days, except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, This thing is true, according to the law of Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Then they answered and said before the king, that Daniel, who is of the children of the captivity of Judea, pays no attention to you, O king, nor the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. And the king, when he heard these words, was very displeased, and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored until the going down of the sun to rescue him. Then these men assembled together to the king, and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is a law of the Medes and Persians, that no decree nor statute which the king establishes may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. A stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. The king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lord's that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. No diversions were brought before him, and his sleep fled from him.
Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. When he came near to the den to Daniel, he cried with a troubled voice. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, is your God, whom you serve continually, able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths, and they have not hurt me. Because as before him, innocence was found in me. And also before him, O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. And the king commanded, and they brought those men who had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions molded them and broke all their bones in pieces before they came to the bottom of the den. When King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and tongues who dwelt in all the earth, Peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in all the dominion of my kingdom, Men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom is that which will not be destroyed, and his dominion will be even to the end. He delivers and rescues. He works signs and wonders in heaven and in earth, who delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. That's Daniel chapter 6. For our final reading today from the Apostolic Writings, we will be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Now we make known to you, brothers, the grace of God which has been given in the assemblies of Macedonia, how in much proof of affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abound to the riches of their generosity. For according to their power, I testify, yes, and beyond their power, they give of their own accord, begging us with much urge for the favor and the fellowship and the service to the holy ones. And this was not as we had expected, but first they gave their own selves to the Lord and to us through the will of God. So we urged Titus that as he had made a beginning before, so he would also complete in you this grace. But as you abound in everything, in faith, utterance, knowledge, all earnestness, and in your love to us, see that you also abound in this grace. I speak not by way of commandment, but as proving through the earnestness of others the sincerity of your love also. For you know the grace of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. And I give a judgment in this, for this is expedient for you who were the first to start a year ago, not only to do, but also to be willing. But now complete the doing also, That is, there was the readiness to be willing, so there may be the completion also out of your ability. For if the readiness is there, it is acceptable according to what you have, not according to what you do not have. 
For this is not that others may be eased and you distressed, but for equality, your abundance at this present time supplies their lack, and their abundance also may become a supply for your lack, that there may be equality. As it is written, He who gathered much had nothing left over, and he who gathered little had no lack. But thanks be to God who puts the same earnest care for you into the heart of Titus. For he indeed accepted our exhortation, but being himself very earnest, he went out to you of his own accord. And we have sent together with him the brother who prays in the good news is known throughout all the assemblies. And not only so, but he was also appointed by the assemblies to travel with us in this grace which is served by us to the glory of the Lord himself, and to show our readiness. We are avoiding this that any man should blame us concerning this abundance, which is administered by us, having regard for honorable things, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. And we have sent them to our brother, whom we have many times provided earnest and many things, but now much more earnest by reason of the great confidence which he has in you. As for Titus, he is my partner and fellow worker for you. As for our brothers, they are emissaries of the assembly, the glory of Messiah. Therefore, show the proof of your love to them before the assemblies and of our boasting on your behalf. That was Second Corinthians chapter 8. And that concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year's cycle, you will also be reading Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 56 today. So I pray you have a blessed day. And until next time, this is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, wishing you shalom from Israel. <music>